It's a good show. We built this city. Yeah, we did. Hey, I'm Lucas Neff. I'm Barry Rothbart. And we have an incredible episode of Saving the World with Barry and Lucas that you should uh, definitely rate and review on so iTunes we, after you listen to it. We um, we do a lot of work for this podcast, and we want you to do just a tiny bit of work. Yeah, you can it's just not do a lot like to ask. The littlest bit if of work If you like for us, us you even a saying? tiny bit, if you don't hate us, just rate, review, go on iTunes. If you do us hate us, rating. please don't rate and review us. Please. Yeah. We don't need another hate and review. I'm saying if you don't hate us. Yeah, if you don't like if you us, like us, a if you're positively bit. about this podcast, just run over to iTunes on your phone real quick. And it's easy. So easy. It takes seconds. Seconds. You've probably done it by um, now. Five stars. I did it twice Thank while you. we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it seven, eight times a, a morning. <laughs> Five anyway, stars. <laughs> anyway, so after you do that, you got to listen to this episode. This episode is really interesting. I mean, we got a real barn, a barn burner. Yeah, the we're barn. Burning was, down barns. It was burnt. Burnt. We no burnt no people inside, but it, it's gone. Maybe some, some wildlife. Yeah. It's and, hard to get um, all the spiders out. So we have. We have Melissa Schwartz, who is a software engineer and uh, she is helping work on a public facing app which would help audit elections more fairly and mm-hmm. transparently. Uh, she has a GoFundMe page where she's working with uh, the founder uh, of uh, Democracy Counts, Daniel Wolf. Uh, together they they run this organization, Democracy Counts, which is hoping to um, create a system for more transparent and directly democratic elections. Yeah, because uh, elections are kind of fucked up. I think yeah. we, uh, we all kind of know that and uh, she wants to do something about it. We, t- we talk a lot about uh, the integrity of the ballot box in this country. Country, but we in this conversation we actually get into what that means and some different ways of sort of actually tackling how to make our elections uh, safer and more accurate. More and it, fair. Th- at some point, Lucas and I nearly get into a fist fight. We, we at some point we break times. up. We break off into a lengthy argument. It had to be twelve. Where minutes. Melissa was very uncomfortable. She was so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was a heated exchange. <laughs> you got it. If you're gonna listen to something, please listen to that. Yeah, it's in there. Just. Yeah. Wait for it. It's good. Yeah. Um, but we, we're assuming that's going to happen because uh, that's in the future. We also talk about how much money Barry's lost in Bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> and the future of blockchain technology. For voting, Which is yeah. really interesting, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we built this city. With weed. Let's go smoke some and save the world. I used to think that it was we built this city on dogs and bones. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. No, I didn't. We I built mean, this city on dogs and bones. <laughs> that doesn't even sound close. Anyway, let's get high. Yeah. And before we go outside and smoke some weed, a special shout out to our greatest and more, most northerly Irish fan. We have a big fan, and, and uh, we actually love our fans. We and, love our fans. And uh, we want to read her name, Claire McDuff. Claire, you're the best. Shout out, listener, is. shout out. So if you're a big listener and you want a shout out, you better shout us out first because we'll shout you out. And if you think you're a better listener than Claire McDuff in Northern Ireland, let us know and we'll set the record straight. But for now, you're the best, Claire. Okay, now let's really go and get high. And smoke. Yeah, let's smoke some weed. <laughs> Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from nothing, leave nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be with me. Nothing from nothing, leave nothing. 
Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, She's in the studio. We yeah, haven't had an in-studio in guest, guest for um, in, oh, two, a week. In a while. Oh, it's, it's been, been a week. week. <laughs> it's been about a week. Oh, we well, had the, one very the listeners recently. don't know that. The listeners don't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to seem, we rarely have in-studio guests. It's a, it's a treat. Nice. Uh, thank you for coming all the way to Burbank, California. Yeah. That's a, it's a real... That's Thanks a, for inviting me. No, the really drive generous. wasn't bad at all. Oh, Where, where'd right. you come from, Arizona? West LA. Oh, West LA. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, you're a software engineer. Yes. Um, and you're working what on is a, that? What, you, yeah, what, yeah, is, what is a software, software engineer? engineer? Well, a software engineer is a very umbrella term for all kinds of people that make software, but I do like web development, and um, this... This is a mobile app. This is a mobile app that um, basically... You're talking about your work with Democracy Counts, yeah. right? It's a mobile app that basically lets people use their mobile phones to audit election results. Okay. And why is that important? Why is that a <sighs> well, good idea? Well, I mean... We're jumping you right guys in. Were, sorry, sorry. Yeah. How no, do you no, no, engineer that as an app? How do, how do you... What's the soft... How do you... Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about why it's needed. Too. Yeah, yeah, of course. We I mean, we I know, will, you, I know sure. you're oh, we're, pretty we're gonna talk poli- about a ton. political, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm political. You're political, he's, too? He's yeah. politically pretty. She pointed at Lucas. Uh-huh. <laughs> this Hawaiian shirt, don't let it fool you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot about politics. Uh-huh. Um, well, I, I didn't really know a lot about politics, but I knew... Can I move this down a little bit? Yeah, do whatever you want. Because I feel like I can't see She's very... pointing to the microphone. It's okay. Yeah, if you just pull it slightly from the black rod at the top... The thing the microphone is connected like to, near the near higher, the silver near, part, near the microphone, near the microphone. Just push down on that with a little bit of strength. It should be. I'm no, it's pretty break locked. No, it's, locked. it's okay if Barry I sit up you. higher. It's okay. Barry, Barry's, Barry's leaving the rescue. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. He's got the strongest hands of anyone I've ever met. Barry, <laughs> it's insanely strong hands. He like Are touched, you a rock climber? He touched my thigh Should once. Like right there. Rock climber, Perfect. Actually. He like touched my leg once in a casual way, and he left bruises. It's, you know what I mean? Like I he hear just that brushing. rock climbers, they, they try to like exercise their hands so they can like grab onto I'll never rocks. forget that afternoon where you said, touch my leg in a casual way. <laughs> <laughs> he touched my leg in a casual way. As a friend, um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, we we should get into your app, but I I first want to know um, how did you get involved in uh, voting and voting yeah. auditing? Well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't really very <laughs> political before, but in 2016, you know, everything that was happening with Bernie and Hillary, just seeing what was happening in the primary, I was really paying attention and something was wrong there like something was not um adding up and then when um when the media funded exit polls weren't going to be held in california and that was one of the last primary races i was like why are, yeah. we allowed, are we allowed? We're not allowed to cuss on the show. Yeah, yeah please. Cuss away. Yeah. Yeah. Cuss up a like, fucking why storm. Why the fuck wouldn't they? Oh, like, not like... that word. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's actually the one word we don't allow. I'm are you so serious? Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 we allow. Yeah, no, we allow. We allow. Fuck. 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 Let's get it out. Fuckity fuck. As you were fucking saying. Okay. Fucking baby. As I was fucking saying. Um. So I was like, why wouldn't they in California? Like, this is a pretty contentious primary like a lot of people really like bernie like what's the excuse for not having the the um exit polls and turns out that they i think like the cover story is like bernie didn't really have a chance and they already knew that it was pretty much over or whatever and i was like that is some bullshit that is not true mm-hmm. and i mean wait they didn't do exit polls sorry yeah, no it's all right it's our phone going no they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't do the media funded exit polls 
for California for, and for a couple other of the end races. I know, um, that's crazy, right? But yeah. what's even crazier is, like, you know, I grew up thinking, like, these exit polls are kind of like a check on the official results to, yeah. you know, see if what's really going on. They're not. Apparently, like, during a race, um, the exit polls will get matched to the actual, like, official data throughout the race. As a means of as making sure. No, it gets matched to it, like, like they match whatever the official results are. They oh, they, they reverse yeah. engineer? They change it to match the official results because... What? I know. That's what I said. And they're like... And I was like, why? But why don't they usually they do come out before... Well, uh... Before the actual results come in? Um, well, I think as they do it, like, you know, the official results, like, they have to add in mail ballots and provisional ballots and whatever, right. and that comes later. But the stuff that's coming out, like, at the actual polling stations is pretty, you know, together in time. But um, so, where was I going with this? But they 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 change the exit yeah. So it's not actually the... checking on if they're getting the same, um, you know, amount of votes or not. It's, oh, so you're saying if they're wrong, they'll they'll actually like, go back and retroactively it. correct right, it. Uh, right. Got it. Okay. Correct it, meaning correct it to the official count. Yes. That's not necessarily correcting it yeah, to what just, the people you're just are actually matching voting. So they're like, the There's count like is matching. more reliable than the exit polls is the way they're thinking. That's apparently what they're thinking. They're yeah. thinking that they must have messed up, and that's why. And I guess the reason for these exit polls isn't actually to be a check. It's so that they can report in the media like what's what's happening right. ahead of time. Right. Yeah, it's just to scoop people. It's just yeah. sort of like food people so, into where things are going. Um, so once I learned that, my mind was kind of blown. I was like, wait a minute, so... If there's something nefarious going on, how does anybody know? Like, yeah, wh where's the check at all? Like, yeah. we are very much putting our trust in the official way of doing things. Right. And Which has always worked out. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. I, mean, I can't think of a single time that's failed. Though. <laughs> I mean, and um, what's it called? What's it called during the primary where the primaries aren't? Not open primaries, like closed primaries? Or, uh, or, or. No. Caucus. Caucus. So at the caucuses... My favorite word in the English language. When people were actually <laughs> in there, like, there were, you know, I saw videos of, like, a couple of those caucuses that, like, people were, like, very clearly in favor of Bernie and, and Hillary was winning them, some of them. Like, the later ones, some of the later mm -hmm. ones, yeah. I was like, What? Yeah, I remember seeing some of those videos online, right? Yeah, and people were things. really angry, and it gets written off like, um, oh, well, the Bernie supporters are just, you know, really loud, and they... Yeah, how do you... I have a question for that. How do you deal with people sort of like, uh, you know, for better or for worse, like throwing uh, you into like the conspiracy theorist crowd or something like that, or being like, oh, all this election stuff is just conspiracy theory, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just people who can't handle losing yeah like how do you how do you respond to that well i think my response is in the work my response is there it is by design that we don't have hard evidence of of who actually won yeah. like if it is a conspiracy theory or not we don't know there's no hard evidence and but in general i wear the conspiracy theorist badge as a badge of honor like i think <laughs> everyone should think outside the box like, yeah it's yeah no, let's not. all just believe the official statements yeah. every time. Not that I'm some authoritarian bootlicker. Yeah. This was a hypothetical where yeah, I was yeah, a yeah. devil's official. advocate. No, for sure, and that's a really good point. And that's yeah. why I'm like, okay, we have a problem. The problem is we don't know if this is a conspiracy. I mean, the w people that are paying attention that really believe, like, I believe it's not a conspiracy. I believe it's real. Mm -hmm. I believe, it's been proven. There is voter fraud. I believe there's fraud and yeah. there's suppression and it's... 
I believe it for sure, but we need we need other people to believe it. So we yeah. need to be able to prove it. So you, I mean, your your argument is basically it's for more knowledge. It's yeah. not for really doing anything other than creating a more extensive documentation of the process. Exactly. So it, so what usually would happen if there if someone suspects that there's fraud and it was close enough, they would do a recount afterwards. Correct. Um, In a vote, is that usually what happens? Okay, I'm not super educated on this part exactly. I know recounts are very expensive to do, and I think you have to prove that there's enough. Um, yeah, and it has evidence. to be close enough too. It has to be close enough, or you have to prove somehow that that the fraud would have changed the outcome of the election, right. yeah. which is fucking impossible to do if you don't. If you don't know, have another like audit going on. Yeah, if you don't have information, yeah. outside information. And also, so there are some states and some counties that are doing um, audits later afterwards, where they go back and they count ballots. But the problem with that is they're still counting official ballots mm-hmm. again. So if the problem is before the official ballots, like for example, I beta tested this software at UCLA during the primary. And we started to notice that, like, everyone was walking out with provisional ballots. Like, 50 to 80 percent of people were walking out with provisional ballots. So if those ballots don't actually get counted, and a lot of times provisional ballots do not get counted, then... um, Because they're deemed, like, too small an influence to... uh, I'm not exactly... The election election is just conceded before they even become a factor. What's a provisional ballot? As if you can't vote on that day? That's proxy. It's something like that. It's something like it doesn't get counted that day. And sometimes they don't get counted at all. Like if the... Right. Yeah. So, um, but... So, yeah. So go backwards a little bit. So what what made you come up with this app and what does the app do? Okay. What the app does is um, it basically, it's a lot like an, an exit poll. But the difference between an exit poll and an exit audit is an audit tries to get Every single voter. So exit polls, they just get a couple of the voters that are coming out, and then they extrapolate statistically the data and, like, figure out probability-wise, like, who mm-hmm. is winning and whatever. Mm-hmm. But an exit audit is basically like a parallel election. Like, we're running entirely another election outside of the official one election. that has no effect on the results, but can be used to compare contrast to the official results. Yeah, I mean, it should match. Yeah. Exa- I mean, it probably w- technically won't match exactly. What's know, the percentage of error that would be uh, acceptable? Oh, I don't know, numbers-wise, but... Um, For you, like, just a ballpark, like, this is what I would... If someone came to me and was like, we lost this election by this percentage, I feel okay with... Or I, I feel okay about the percentage of difference between these two, yeah. the audit and the official ballot. I don't know. I'm not a data scientist. And okay, I, I sorry. Don't, I, was I don't just know curious. for sure. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good question, though. But, uh, you know, and if we have that data, that would be a really good question You to seem have. super smart, so I was like, man, she probably has an answer. <laughs> Thank you. No, but... Yeah. Um, but in some cases, it's probably way, way off. So in that case, um, what Democracy Counts does is it gives over our data as evidence to the candidates or whoever, whichever party was injured in the election, mm-hmm. and then they can pursue it um, legally. So another difference between an, an audit and a poll is we have um, – so basically the way the system works is people come out of the poll, of the polling station – and we have them sign an affidavit digitally on the phone that says that they, you know, they did vote here at this polling station and they are who they say they are and that they promise they're voting the same way that they did inside. Mm-hmm. So then on another phone, they um, they vote and they answer a couple questions about, like, where they voted last time and if they were vote by mail or whatever. And um, 
So that's going to help us. So this wouldn't be on their own phone and be on a set like no, it's on phone? the volunteers' phones. The volunteers' phones. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's not an app you download. It's an app that. Well, it's an app that the volunteers will download. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe in the future it will be something that people themselves can download and do themselves. But you know, in a situation like this, we want it, security. You want as much oversight as possible. Yeah, there's got to be some oversight because you can't just have people downloading stuff and saying they voted when they didn't vote or yeah, whatever. Yeah, didn't show up. That yeah. way you have a visual check on them as well that they're at the polling station. Yeah, and we also have some to have some checks with the auditor volunteers themselves um, because, you know, people could volunteer to audit and then they could be they could doing it. nefarious behavior. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's what is the incentive for someone to say that they voted a certain way versus lie about it? I mean, I don't think there is incentive. I think yeah. I think there's incentive to do it honestly because obviously we all want to know want if elections. the elections are fair or not. Right. Um, the only thing, you know, this would be super conspiracy theorists. The only thing that I could picture happening is if someone was really motivated to rig an election and then they somehow wanted to send in people that were saying... Yeah, bust in. You just bust in people to a polling location. Yeah. And then they And they just, pretend like they voted or something. But they would have to still provide proof of identity, right? That's right. The thing, so like, it would be a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. I mean, voter fraud is, is in person is very difficult. You can do like a one-for-one, one, but you can't really just invent people. Yeah. And, I mean, there are, there are you know, dead people that are voting. Yeah, for sure. And, but are they going in person? Probably not. No, yeah. So. Usually, yeah, usually they don't make the trip. Yeah. Is, um, is the hope that eventually one day something like this becomes just the way we vote? Yeah, or, exactly. Well, okay. Yeah. Yes. There's um there's an end game plan that's farther off in the future, I think, and there's for for right now, I feel like we have to think of this as a total cultural shift. Like instead of just going to vote on election day, people need to plan to go and also volunteer like half an hour or an hour of their time. When they vote, they go, they become an auditor, they tag someone out, they tag in. And they audit a couple people for half an hour. You know, it's got to be like a community-driven thing. Mm -hmm. And so the software allows people to organize teams at their polling stations themselves and things like this. So this is something that hopefully when it's running well, it won't it won't cost money. It'll just be people people power doing this. Yeah. And it's got to be a cultural shift like to, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that, yeah. Uh, there, it wasn't just an exit audit app, though. In what I was reading in the information you sent me, there were other sort of supplementary apps that sort of tackled the problem from like yeah. a variety of angles. That writing was was done by Dan, and I was like, Dan, change that. They're not different apps. They're different functions. Different in the functions same app. in the same app. But he was app. calling them different apps. But yeah. yes, there's different functionality that the app, like for example, and I didn't know much about this, but Dan is a lawyer and he specializes in election integrity kinds of things. And this is Daniel Wolf. Yes, uh, the founder of Democracy Counts. Mm -hmm. And apparently, like after voting closes, like legally, there's supposed to be a printout on the door. And I don't think it. I don't think the printout says like who won, but it's got numbers of like voters that voted. Um, electronically and that came in and handed in ballots or whatever it's got it's got some numbers so there's a part in the app where you the volunteers are going to take a picture at the end of the day send that to the database things like that and there are some other functions that the app does but to answer your question about um like end game yeah i think end game is uh something more akin to direct democracy where it kind of circumvents having um, representative democracy. And I think there probably will be representative democracy, some form of it anyway, but things are different now than they used to be. I mean, we have the internet, we have access to information. We, 
can educate ourselves on policy. Not We don't have to just vote for people to vote on our behalf. We can actually do the voting on like the important things. And we should be. I think we should be doing that now. I think uh, So you're saying we don't need any representatives at, at a certain point. Yeah, we can be just directly participatory. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's all kinds of arguments for and against that. You know, there's people that are saying that people will be voting for things that they're not educated about and they're not, you know, they can make bad decisions. And I think that's true. So I that don't serve think... their own interests instead of the greater good. Well, I mean, that's kind of what finding what a majority of people wants versus yeah. a minority or whatever. Like, there's all kinds of, you know, that's not a simple question to answer. Right. And I don't think we'll ever be, be or should ever no, be done No, it's an interesting with... concept, though, direct democracy. Yeah. I mean, well, w- the thing is, we should know whether or not we make policy because of it. We should know what a majority of people want. Yeah. We should know... What direction society generally wants to yeah, go Yeah, we really, we need to know that stuff. And right now, what we have is one official body that's telling us what a majority of people want. Like, they're yeah. the gatekeepers of, this is what the majority wants, yeah. and they could be fucking lying. We yeah. don't know. and there's no, no. real... Pa- this isn't a partisan no. argument you're making. <laughs> no. Um, Politicians. Because, you know, this could benefit... This, this only benefits people who are unfairly treated in an election, which theoretically could be either side. For sure. You know, so it's mainly just about creating a, a more fair, transparent I, electoral process. Yes. I think... Um, my thought on that is that it it usually is Republicans on the right because there are just numbers-wise way more Democrats than Republicans in this country. I don't even know. It's true. Yeah. I, this isn't a question. This is me trying to talk Take about something that GOP, I thought about. Take down the yeah. There's more, yeah. Because um, young people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like— I don't disagree. I will say but, that— Yeah. No, no, no. I will say that uh, speaking of end games, oh, God. sometimes it's important to have beginning games. Uh, this is a little segment that I like to call <laughs> <laughs> On This Day. All right. Sorry for shouting that at you. Um, and it's like it's little... almost like you're contractually obligated to have a segue when there's clearly not one. <laughs> I think there was the, no segue. There, there was such an organic, natural segue to that. I, we'll all look back at this moment and be like, wow, seamless. Soon, seamless. Soon we're going to be on this bidet oh, because man, we yeah. just bought bidets. Anyway, we just got bidets. <laughs> we did. You really need to get story. a bidet. If you haven't gotten a bidet... We're all about it. Zero know. waste. We're do, mm-hmm. trying a zero waste thing. Ah, anyway. Yeah. And toilet paper. Just no toilet paper. Yeah. Bidet. Today's the bidet to yeah. get a bidet. She's uh, the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, on this day is a segment where uh, one you you stand to score some points. This is a there's a lot of points in this show, as you're well aware, as an avid listener. Um, so the first thing to get half a point, can you tell me what first question? Well, first question. What today is? What today is? What is today? Tuesday? Yeah. It is Tuesday. Can you Further? be more exact? Um, The date of Tuesday? Uh-huh. The 31st? Yeah. Yes. Of what month? Of, uh... Oh, my God. This is, is going to be... July? Yes. Okay, wait, no, here. I'm impressed that I knew, like, any of this because I have a problem with days and dates and I did not usually, What it usually means here. is you have something to do today or tomorrow and you've been remembering the date? Or is there something else? No, like, I never remember dates at all. Why do you remember today? 
Because you had this in your calendar? I don't know. You really put me on the spot there. I don't know. But you got half a point. I will say I did not expect the month to be the hardest part. That was amazing. And the year. Oh, gosh. What year is it? Yeah. 2018. Yeah. That's right. half a point for you. Um, And the reason that's good to know what today is is because on this day is about like a positive sort of cool thing that happened on this day in history, which is obviously not the day that you're – it's not today, the day you're listening, the listeners who I'm talking to right now. Self in the face with this. Yeah. So today is July 31st. And uh, this is where you could make it another half point here and get a full point out of this segment. In 1971, on July 1st, July 31st. Ooh. Ooh. Close. <laughs> bad move, bad move. In 1971, on July 31st, in the Apollo program, Apollo 15 astronauts became the first to do what? Poop in outer space. No, I think they'd been pooping. Oh. Or they still haven't. Um, no idea. Melissa's just you're I mean, shaking I should, your head at me. I should me. know this. I'm like super into like uh, astronaut stuff. I don't I, know. I know. Uh, Apollo, this is the category astronaut stuff. Just you know, for all this day. <laughs> Apollo 11 was the Tom Hanks. Uh, and that was Apollo 13. 13. That, that's the name. 11 of the movie. was Apollo the moon landing. <laughs> 11 was the moon landing. Uh, remember Apollo 13, where Tom Hanks was on the Apollo 11 I don't mission. I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, Apollo um, 11 was the moon. It has nothing to do with this question. I'm just trying to go through the math here. <laughs> Apollo 11 was the one that successfully landed on the moon. Maybe. I think it was. Okay. And uh, so that means we're talking like pretty far after the moon landing. Four. Four after the Wasn't moon landing. Wasn't Apollo 9 the happened? moon landing? Dog in space. Know. The first dog to ever be in <laughs> no, space. Dog I know the dog's first. name. Sputnik, Laika. wasn't it? Laika. That was dog? Sput- Laika. Yeah, because it was the Russians. I think so, yeah. Was mm-hmm. it Sputnik? But that's really sad. Whoever yeah. did that, that's I know, not okay. terrible to send a dog into space. Yeah. Poor Laika. I unlike that. Oof. I dislike that. Dislike it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, guys. Give it to us. I, I, you're not going to make any points for this. But on, a, uh, on July 31st in 1971, Apollo 15 astronauts became the first to ever ride in a lunar rover. Hey! They went, for, they went for a good ride news? on the moon. Yeah, man. Because think about uh, the future of uh, human exploration. Wait. Being able to drive on planets is going to be very important. Lunar rover would have been a good name for the dog in space. <laughs> lunar rover! <laughs> Barry, you're going to get half a point for that. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that leaves us tied at half a point apiece. Um, that was on this day. On this day. So, yeah, I thought it was some feel-good news that astronauts did something cool in space I think today. you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I So I, I'm a little... Uh, I'm curious. So once... Once you've gathered this data, and hopefully, what percentage of people who voted do you think you, I know, I'm not going to ask you percentages, but like, do a lot, does everyone who voted have to take part in this? No, no. Or is this a big number? I mean, we can't compel people to do it. And some people- Would you want to, if you could? Uh... I mean, like it, it would be helpful if everybody would. Yeah, it would. 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 But um, I don't know them. if I would legally want to compel people to. But yeah. I think as people are educated on it more, you know, because it's mm-hmm. a little unnerving to go and tell someone who you voted for, you know, yeah. like not that they're telling us. Sure. Like we, we don't look at who they voted for. But it's still a little, you know, people don't some some people don't like to do exit polls already. They come out and they're like, why are these people asking me my information? And, you mm-hmm. know, and they also ask some demographic questions, too. And people are like, mm-hmm. why do you want to know how much money yeah. I make? and whatever. Um, so and like, hey, do you have two seconds to save the environment? It's like, I don't... Yeah, I so, um, but during the beta test, a lot of the people did it, because a lot of... But the people, you know, where I was at UCLA were all younger, and they 
understood like what was happening. I think. In right. This country. Do you think that people also just feel safer putting information on a phone? Like there are things that people will never tell someone in person. Yeah. That if a strange website is like, give us this. N- yeah. Tell us yeah. your thing. The people are just like, sure. Yeah. Right. No. Because it feels I think like that's a true. secret. And in also, some way. the software is set up in such a way that. Um, there's no relational keys between the identifying information of the voter and their vote. So you could use the uh, same phone to say your name and, and do the affidavit part and then also do the vote. But that it makes people feel better to do that on one phone and then go vote on another phone. Right. Yeah. So how many people do, do you have to get a large number for this to be worthwhile? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. And that's why we have to staff with a lot of staff because we don't want people waiting in line to do it yeah. with us because they're just going to leave. Right. So, um, and that's one roadblock for us fundraising wise. But the thing is, even if we don't get everyone and we're not expecting to get everyone, there are some people that are just not going to want to do it. But it gives us a floor of votes. So we know even if, you know, for, let's just use Bernie as an example. If we have 300 Voting, I can't talk. Bernie voters. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> we have three hundred. It's not really they, essential to a podcast, so don't worry too much about it. Speaking, <laughs> yeah. all right. Um, but the official vote count for Bernie at the station was one hundred. Then we know for sure something's wrong because even if we have not exactly the same number of You're people above, voting, yeah. we're above. Yeah. So that's a big red flag. It's a floor. Yeah. Of voters. It's a floor. Floor of voters. Yeah. I remember that movie, John Huston. A floor of voters. No? No, All right. I know. Uh, it's been tested in a couple... This isn't just theoretical. You've done some tests in action in some California elections, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, we did a very small... We did a small number. It was three um, polling stations for the primary, and then we only did one for the um, general. And the one we did in the general was in Arizona, and... Um, Trump was legitimately winning that one. But the ones in California for the primary, uh, Bernie was winning by a lot. Okay. So did you, did you yeah, notice discrepancies pers- yeah, yeah. in the tests? Um, we had some problems with the software and with our numbers in the tests, but we had one station was like 90% Bernie, and then the other two were like 75% Bernie. But, uh, yeah, I don't... I don't even think that at that at that point in our development, we weren't really ready to. I mean, and it's only three stations too. So, mm-hmm. but um, so it's it's more the kind of thing that we'd have to. That's the problem. Like we really have to get like every station. And right now we're trying to put together enough money to do an audit for Tim Canova. Do you guys know who Tim Canova is? This is a Debbie Washerman Schultz's yeah. district, Broward County, right? Yeah, in yeah, Florida. Explain that. I, I, there, yeah, there was some that. big. There's some controversy there with that election. Yeah. Well, in 2016, um, they ran against each other, and it really seemed like Tim was going to win. I mean, Tim has support from Bernie Sanders, and he got a lot of money. He's the more progressive He's candidate. the more progressive candidate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Debbie had quite caught a lot of heat. Yeah, I mean, she had to step down as DNC chair mm-hmm. during that time. She was one of the most disliked people in our country. Yeah. And, um, That's an exit poll I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, so then after that, um, the election results in that county were so anomalous that some statisticians and mathematicians reached out to Tim and said, like, hey, there's some problems here with what we're seeing in the numbers. And the same kind of thing happened with a couple of the elections with Bernie. There were statistically some numbers that were just so um, 
I'm I'm not good at explaining. Anomaly, yeah. I'm not good at explaining anomalous, the math yeah, part. Yeah, they seem they seemed anomalous. Yeah, there's something called the cumulative vote tally. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at explaining stuff like this, but I can try if you want. Yeah, please. Yeah. So the cumulative vote tally is uh, basically you can see on a graph how um, it starts out with like the smaller polling stations to the larger ones, mm-hmm. and the the candidates' vote share should even out to to pretty much align as you get bigger because you pretty much know like how people are voting when you get that many people voting so you pretty much know their percentage vote share in the beginning it's a little up and down because there's there's smaller polling stations right. mm-hmm. so um it's like once you can gauge the trend you understand yes, it yes yeah so when you see some graphs that continue to diverge a lot mm-hmm there's, that's odd. That's it's not just odd. It's it's very statistically improbable. And some people like to write it off and say, "Oh, well, you know, there are vote by mail ballots coming in, and those are all voters that vote a certain way. Like they're the older voters. They're you know." But um, anyway, I think in general, it invites so, yeah, so interest. Debbie Wasserman it invites Schultz examination. Was, yeah. yeah. So their their election was one of those that had divergence. And what did they find? Um, so Tim, I Tim. Um, try, he didn't right away after the election. He didn't try to do a recount. This was later. Right. He he wanted to do a recount, and the, um, the supervisor of elections at Broward County had, even after it was already um, part of an investigation, she signed something that said that the ballots were not part of an investigation to have them destroyed, uh-huh. which is illegal. Like, you have to keep those ballots 22 months after an election. Right, and she did it after 12 months. Yeah. Right? Why would you destroy them? Unless That's you're crazy. covering yeah, up some shit. Why would you? <laughs> um, oh, I spilled coffee on them. Uh, what is all 30,000 ballots today is <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Dang. So, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like, we have laws against stuff like that for a reason, and there's no there's no recourse for her right now. Like, there's she did that, and and she's not... This is for, for Congress. That. This is for Congress. Yeah. So anyway, um, I. So in an ideal world, your app, if if it worked in an ideal way, you could easily then be like, "Hey, there's discrepancies. Let's go to the math. Mm-hmm. There's no way this happened because we have enough people yeah. to show that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a big, it's a big deal to try to get that many people to go out and be auditors and to get that many people to do the exit audit. It's a big shift in thinking, and we would need a lot of money to get it done. So I made a little GoFundMe page, yeah, and yeah. I, I did the video myself. And you know, It's a great video. I mean, thanks. <laughs> we, we got $8,000, but we're asking for $250,000. It's going to take a lot of money so to staff those So listeners out there, each of you take $1 out of your pocket Any right now. Any fun awards if you, if you donate? And we'll like have $250,000 if you... Uh, yeah, where, where's the GoFundMe? Can you have, I mean, I'm sure we're going to say the website in the intro. You've already heard we're, it. Of course we will. Yeah. We've, you've already we're, heard of course the website. We have. But if you want to say it again right now... For yeah, it's, um, it's on GoFundMe if you just search for Democracy Counts Exit Audit. That's where it is. Okay. Um, yeah, and in the video, I asked people just to donate one dollar, but then I realized you the only amount, the lowest amount you can donate is five dollars on GoFundMe. So, um, but yeah, I really just want small donations from people. A couple of people donated a lot, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. And like, I and that's the thing. If you need a lot of money, you don't want to get giant donors because then it it gives the appearance of influence, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah. too. 
But um, also, we just want more people to know, to yeah. know what's going on and be a part of this change. Yeah. Is there a way for people to become involved more directly than funding? Or is there, yeah. what, else can, what else can people do? Thank you for asking. Um, well, obviously, as we get closer to the election, we'll need auditors. So we, we'd like you know, people to volunteer to audit, but if we can get this together in time and get enough money, we're going to pay auditors to do that in, in Florida. So if you're in Florida, that's what we would like to have your help with. But right now, what we would really need is um, if there's any talented filmmakers out there that are listening to this, I think they want to use some of the money that we already raised to make like a real professional fundraising video, uh-huh. something that's, you know, inspiring to people that they can do more fundraising with. So, yeah, um, um, definitely. I, I have a question. So and and I know this probably could be difficult to answer, but if if this is going to work in a real way, I think trust is like a huge part of this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if people are going to trust that your data is true, they they need to trust that you guys aren't political, and that you don't that you would have no incentive to manipulate this or to absolutely, and that you could absolutely trust the numbers in there. How do you make people trust this? Yeah, no, that's a very good question. Um, I mean. How do we make people trust the official results either? I don't there's on some level there's just that gullibility. Do we depend <laughs> right. on our gullibility? But we do have a lot of security measures in place that yeah. that we want people to be able to trust that the data isn't manipulated later. Sure. And in future iterations of the software we want to be running on blockchain, but this one's not. This iteration isn't. So um but we encrypt everything, like all the personal, you know, Private information is encrypted, and um, it's going to be stored redundantly on multiple databases. So, and what I thought was really cool, but Dan nixed it. Um, I thought it would be a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> I know, not here, right, is he? Dan? Damn, Dan. Where's Dan? But I thought not it would be really cool Dan. to get people interested in doing it, is because we would have the capability to know who was winning. You know, like we would have the mm-hmm. capability to have or to publish the those numbers results live and to be able to live publish the results. But Dan says legally that's a whole other ball of wax. But I feel like, you know, the mainstream media does it anyway, because yeah. he's saying like it can influence an election and whatever. And like legally, that might be. But what, you know, how the mainstream media influences elections is cool with us. You know, that's we're OK. <laughs> right. With right. Oh, yeah. That's uh-huh. interesting. Well, what are the legalities? Because you can't campaign near a polling place, right? Electioneering. There's no electioneering. No electioneering. But you're allowed to survey people. Is that true? Electioneering, you mean? Electioneering is like you're you you're not like allowed to for this candidate yeah. on your way. Right, in. right, right. Yeah, no. Um, well, so, yeah, you're you can to... actually, but you have to be a certain distance. length away. A certain distance but away. we still have to be a certain distance away anyway from mm-hmm. from there. Um, but yes, we have to be totally nonpartisan. Hey, this is Barry. Hey, this is Lucas. We're from Saving the World with Lucas and Barry. Barry and Lucas, one or the other. Uh, We want to talk about our friends' podcast. Uh, Julian McCullough and Meg Malloy have a show called The Soft Spot. Um, It is about all... Your easy listening topics. Yeah, it's a design to counter program these stressful times. The soft spot is it's all about positive news stories, hilarious and soothing guests, and most importantly, deep dives into super duper sentimental subjects that guests, you know, just can't get enough of. Yep. They had uh, my good friend uh, John Mullaney on recently, my good friend Emily Gordon, my friend uh, Nicole Beyer. You get uh, 
a lot of nice guilty and not so guilty pleasures. You know, like things similar you can to ours. About. Yeah, similar but to our show. If you like Save, ours, you're gonna like Julian. If you like Saving the World, which you podcast. probably love, we have a lot of five star ratings. Yes. Then you're gonna also love the Soft Spot. Um, and you know, make sure that if you like it, you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to the Soft Spot on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, or you know wherever the heck you listen to podcasts. Speaking of nonpartisans, I think this would be a great time for for lightning round sound effect. This is uh, another, by the way, seamless transition. There, Uh, lightning Uh, round is yeah. Barry loves to explain. This is a good one. Yeah, this is one that involves you, Melissa. There's a lot of points. This is big points time. So you better you better get your brain ready. Yeah, it can't be as hard as the date question. Yeah, Yeah. that's a tough one. Once again, most people survive that a lot easier than you do. Which question? What's the date? What what is today? Yeah. What is tomorrow? No. (laughs) Fuck. How about it's July thirty second? So um. This is it's called lightning round, and you you probably know this already, but our listeners might not. Just for, um, just for the new listeners, we hate to be repeating this knowledge to you. We're storing it redundantly. It's easy. In your I'm going to ask you five questions. You got to wait till all five are asked, and then you could start answering. And if you get all five, you get a point. Mm-hmm. You'll have. We're going to learn a little seconds. bit about you. You don't have to do them in order, okay. and if you don't remember them, you can get help. We will help you. But okay. then you don't get a point. Uh-huh. So five questions in each round, thirty seconds. So to just answer. just focus on me for now because Lucas is not a part of this I just, at this moment. Uh, that's true. So you just yeah, wipe me from your brain. But remember <laughs> that I will be back later. Okay. So if you can focus on that uh, if you want, but okay. also be honest. This is very, you have to very, be honest. Have that's, to be honest. That's all we want. You really have yeah, to be honest. We want that sweet, sweet honesty. That tasty, tasty truth. Mm. All right, here we go. Lightning round. Ready? Question one. Is eliminating voter fraud a political act? If so, which party? Two, what is the least sensical app idea you've ever had? Three, when you were in elementary school and the teacher was going over homework answers, were you a kid who went, yes, if you got them right, or did you stay silent? Four, if Election Day were named uh, named as a national holiday so that everyone would be able to get off work to vote, what would you name that day? And you can't say Election Day or Voting Day. Five, Russia, good or bad? (laughs) Oh man, I don't remember any of the questions. Any already. of them? The last go, one, even the last one I remember. Okay, let's go. Let's let's I see what you remember. I, you, th- you probably remember more than you realize. Russia, mm-hmm. good or bad? I think I would say neither. I think mm-hmm. the the mainstream media is using it as a scapegoat, and that's I don't believe I don't believe that's what's happening at all. I believe um, the WikiLeaks stuff. I believe was not a hack. It was. Someone on the inside. It was a leak. That's what I believe. You um, mean the one against Bernie? Or against the DNC? Against the DNC. And Hillary. Hillary. Yeah. Um, I did. I was not one of the kids that said yes when I got the okay. answer right. Yeah, I See, was. You knew more. You knew more than you thought. Um, okay. I bet you know another one. Named Election Day. Uh, or Voting Day. How about Democratic Republic Day? Oh. oh. DRD. I like that. DRD. Um, That's a good one. The uh-huh. second question was, I don't remember the first or the second question because I didn't understand okay, the first you question. Help. You did, yeah. <laughs> it was worded weirdly. It was weird wording. Was it? Yeah. The first question was like, oh, it was. It was. It, did you write it while you were jogging? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it underwater. Um, uh, I can help you, but do you remember any others? Um, no. Okay. 
I appreciate I'll get, I'll get to the poorly that. worded one, but I'll help you first with one of the others. Okay. What is the least sensical app idea you've ever had? Oh, gosh. Or silliest. I'll accept silliest. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. I, all of my ideas are fucking brilliant. Really? <laughs> I oh, I can tell you mine then. It help. <laughs> I love tell us app, yours. Um, I, had were... <laughs> a, I had an app idea that, you know, when you take someone's name and you go, uh, like, Was this Melissa, a... Melissa, Momissa, na 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 Nissa. What is that called? There's a word for that, right? Fee-fi-fo-fum. What? A word you know for what doing I'm talking that? About. Lucas, I know what you're Lucas, doing. Bo, Lucas, like, yeah. remember their name? Fee-fi-fo-fu. Basically, it was Lucas. an app where you just type in someone's name and it just does, does that it for out loud. You? And it has a person's <laughs> face on the screen. So you remember it? Let's no, be very, just to do it, just for fun. Let's be very clear. This isn't yeah. silly. You really want this app. Yeah, I do, but that, it's think, also stupid. You're pitching us this app yes. right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Although it's an app to remember someone's name and face is actually a pretty good idea. Oh, like, so you have to take I, a I photo of their face? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it'd, be, I, it'd be a weird sort of mnemonic way of reminding yourself what a yeah, person's yeah, yeah. name is. I mean, oh, I need that. Like, see? you know, I don't even know what date it is. It's very hard yeah. to think of that. That's true. There's yeah. a real side benefit. This is an important that app, That was smart, Barry. You need to see this through. Okay. All ideas are brilliant. I think brilliant. you had. So wait, but then what's the least brilliant you've ever had? I it's honestly, still brilliant. I, it's still I really, brilliant. No, I really don't have that what's many. What's the funniest? That many ideas. I only have a couple ideas. Okay, I, I guess you, yeah, good, you, huh? that's a good answer because you don't want to give away ideas <laughs> that anyone could steal them. Then but yeah. actually, this is proof then that it's your idea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so the first question that was terrible uh, is uh, is uh, is getting rid of voter fraud a political act? What do you mean by political act? She means, is it partisan? Is it partisan? Is it Democratic or Republican? Oh, n- not for me, no. Not for you. I think, I, I personally think, though, that we need to veer away from political parties. I think that has become, and maybe what always was, an instrument for manipulating people. Mm-hmm. I think people... The Hegelian dialectic. We've talked about it on the podcast. Whoa, very nice. Yeah. Swish. I think people um, <laughs> want to identify with something that makes it easier for them to know like hey this person's on my team or not like and that's yeah. in place of yes. in place of actually knowing what they stand for policy wise yes. and what's more important is to know what people stand for policy wise so which is a wide range yeah. yeah so i think we really just have to do the research to know because if we follow blindly follow partisan politics we can be led all kinds of directions that are bad so the answer is no the answer is no. Okay. Well, you get no points because I helped you, but I like those answers a yeah, lot. Yeah, great yeah, answers. Yeah. Great answers for zero points oh, in round it. one. It was a quick 30 seconds, so but we that have was great. a lot of time. You did remember a lot more I than you gave yourself three. credit for. Yeah, you did really good. Yeah. So now that your brain sort of understands how this is going to ex- – how this experience <laughs> oh, functions. Oh, man, this is a lot of pressure, you guys. Uh, well, these are some, well, these are some a lot high of points stakes, on the line. These are some high-stakes questions that I have for you in round two. Oh, gosh. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, one, would you rather have perfectly fraud-free elections or be ruled by an immortal but benevolent god-king who would always treat us fairly well? Two, what can't apps do? Three, should people be able to have do-over votes a week later? Four, what does voting 50 years from now look like? Are there finally hoverboards? Five, vegan burger, vegan pizza. Why? And what would you drink with them? Ooh. Vegan burger and vegan pizza. And Whoa! Wait. <laughs> Together? You're a fun. You're a fun person. I mean, I'm just hungry. You know. We're talking about one meal here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I would drink wow. water. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Clean. Clean okay. living. Sort in of. the future, 
Are there hoverboards? Yes, there are hoverboards. And the way I think I'm the hold question... you to that. 50 years from now, if they're not hoverboards, I'm there looking There's already hoverboards. Soon. No, they're not hoverboards. Yeah, not like the moon, not like back That's to the, the future, but there's drones. That was such there's a There's drones that movie. lift people up. It really was. Super but fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hoverboards, and what does voting look like? <clears throat> voting looks like more like dem- direct democracy. There will probably be a way for us to do it electronically in a way that's safe and um, and easy. We're just going to do it from wherever we are. Okay. Yeah. And, okay, what other questions were there? Uh, the first question, I choose option A. Okay. Yeah, I definitely don't want... Even though we could end up electing, fraud-free, a monster. Honestly, I don't think that will happen. But yes, it's possible. But I still think we should be the ones doing it. Okay. So your question was, if we if voting is actually legit, should we elect bad people? No, no, no. no. That's not at all my question. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? No, my question was, as she remembers, is uh, would you rather have perfectly fraud-free elections or be ruled by an immortal but benevolent god king who would always treat us fairly well? Okay, first of all, he's not a king because he was elected. No, he wasn't elected. This is ruled by an immortal benevolent god king. This so isn't we a democracy. Have, we have fraud-free elections, but or, we're not in a democracy. Or, no, this is an or. There's an or here, not an and. Oh, Oh, I, I see. Okay, okay. And then the second question, I don't remember. It's what, a little confusing. But yeah. I don't remember any more questions. What can't? What, what can't this software do? What can't? He's mouthing that. Just for the record, okay. I'm trying to help this you. Is what can't any software do? What can't apps do? What can't apps do? Can they do everything? That sounds like a, a new uh, TGI Friday. What can't apps for their do? Apps. I mean, that's such we a hard question We got cheesy mozzarella answer. sticks. <laughs> we got fries. Jalapeno papa. Whoa, these pickles, they're fried. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> what can't apps do? I don't know. They can do that much, huh? Good to I, know. Good to I know. know. <laughs> There's one more question. I don't remember it. Should, should people... Be, uh, should people be able to do a, a do-over vote a week later? Oh. Um, I mean, I, I... Do people need to be held accountable to their first stupid thing? Well, that brings me to another thing. I'm glad you asked that. Another thing that we have in our app is ranked choice voting. There is no reason in the world why we don't already have ranked choice voting. Plenty of go- countries do. Plenty what of is ranked choice do. You vote for more than one person. Yeah, it eliminates fear-based voting because there perhaps are people that would have voted for Jill that didn't because they were like, oh, nobody's, g- not enough people are going to vote for Jill, so I have to vote for Hillary even though I don't like Hillary. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so we should have... Now you can be like one for this, two for this person. Yeah, and we then should. How do you calculate who wins? Well, you oh. assign points based on the like uh, the rank, the rank choice. Uh, yeah, and that way you and then you add up the cumulative points idea. at the end of it, and the candidate who has the most points wins the election. Yeah, hmm. the fact that we don't have that is weird to me. Absurd, really. Yeah, I agree. But that was a good question. Thank That's you. Crazy. So was the answer yes? I, I feel like there, you we shouldn't actually answer. We shouldn't have think. to have. We shouldn't have to have that system. That system would only exist in a in a world where we don't have ranked choice voting. I feel like because uh, well, know, in that world, in that world where we don't have ranked mm-hmm. choice voting, yes. uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, why what not? Was the question? I don't know. I forgot the question. Should people be, ha- be able to have a do-over vote a week later? Because I guarantee a lot of elections would be different. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people would come to their I senses. Absolutely, and I think that. the second the do-over would always be better. 
You know what I mean? Well, and you get more voter turnout because you'll be I like, damn, I should have voted. You need to, for that to work, you'd need to have like absolute positive positivity that there was no voting fraud. Because oh. once people know how people are going to vote, then you could be like, oh, I'm going to go to that district and figure that out. And I'm going to. Well, they still would have this. You would, once it you would see be the easier to commit fraud. No, but it would it would be yeah it would because you know the districts where you can do it. What do you mean? But you can't meaning refl- like if you know exactly who's going to vote in an election and how they're going to vote, then you could be like, oh okay, I need to now focus on this territory. Like if yeah, we yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, but that's a good thing. I think you, if you got vo- change a do over vote would also be a chance for some people to vote for the first time. Because yeah, they sh- like we and the know- more participatory it is, the better yeah, the more I don't know. the I results think it would be. More be. ripe for for fraud, but if we can but do that's it, not fraud. fraud. Getting people to vote wouldn't be fraud. I, I know. I'm saying I think that pe- there would be more fraud. But like in what way? In the way that like we we didn't know Wisconsin would be such a crucial state. In right, the, but in what, 2016. where's the fraud? If we did a do-over, we'd be like, oh, okay, let's just focus on Wisconsin. And but that's not. Out- but that's not fraudulent. That would be a course correction, which I, I'm arguing no, for. No, if you're someone who can fraudulently it doesn't have to match. an election. The do-over doesn't have to match the first election. Yeah, I know. But then there's no fraud in more people voting. This is I'm not saying me... that's the fraud. What this are you talking off, about? This is off your subject, but this is making me think of one more thing I wanted I to bring up. I think you're going to say this is making me but, Do you understand no. what he's saying? I'm I... saying if you're someone, pretend that I'm a man who can commit fraud in an election. But what's or the will fraud? Try to. What's the fraud? There's plenty of ways to voter suppress or commit fraud, or or you name three ways that people. But like, how would people fraud. use a do-over vote to commit fraud? Because if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna commit fraud in in a, a one-time election, you don't know how much your fraud is is affecting the outcome. So you could like you're saying that like they would have more dead people vote. Is that what you're thinking? So you're running under the assumption that no one ever commits voter fraud. No, I'm saying that there would be no higher probability. So if you were going to commit fraud, voter fraud, what district would you go to? But let's I, say you could only go to a few districts. <laughs> it's not like I'm a, so confused. It's not like a switch you can flip to be like dial up or a dial to be like dial up the fraud. You would just be like, oh, but how do you voter turnout? Voter turnout was. I'm assuming that sort of what you're talking about is if voter turnout was low in this di- district, if we turn out more voters, we can no, change the outcome. That's of the legal. Election. Yeah. I'm saying illegal fraud. But what? But like it wouldn't be less safe than the first election. So the percentage of error sure would be would. the same. So that, I believe. I how? believe. I'm explaining it. Give me a You're second. You're just saying that it would happen. You're not explaining how. I'm literally about to. All right. I believe that what one of the things that safeguards ourselves, or I mean, with the Electoral College, it's harder, but it's the fact that voting on a national level is so spread out. There's so many different... If you wanted to affect the election on a massive scale, just with fraud, you would have to do it by somehow hacking into a bunch of districts at once, Right. I mean, I still don't understand what Isn't you mean fraud mostly is done happen. on the local level? Do you think fraud is like Russia just pushes a button and goes, Trump won? Well, it all has to be local because all the votes are local. That's what I'm saying. It's decentralized. So if you can actually know what votes swayed the election, you could go to certain places and just sway those few places. Like you would say that they could pinpoint what, what states hacking? do you think swayed the the Trump election? Well, this is but listen, what I states? feel tell like me. I've hold Just on, hold on. I feel like I've answered this in yeah, saying that me. like the protections in place for the right. first election, which aren't great. She made that sure point. aren't great, but would be the same for a second election. So no matter how like if if there's oversight in charge of the elections that we trust, if we're going to trust the results of the first election, there's no reason that a do over vote 
quote would hold some greater percentage for error. Sure, it would, would have because you could focus it in more on the more crucial swing districts. But I feel like we'd also know those were the crucial swing districts, and if we before saw a the first high, election, if we saw a high discrepancy in those districts from the first to the second, we'd be like, "Hey, let's check into that," and then we would use and Melissa's then do another redo to do a check and exit audit. <laughs> no, you could just check and exit audit, but there's no. There's but then no you're running out of the assumption of that we always check on fraud and we're always accurate whether or not there's fraud, and no one but, ever covers it up. But no, I'm not operating that assumption. Sure, you are. I'm saying that a second play election. Back. Play back the tape. I'm He's saying, operating under that assumption. I'm saying a second election. Sorry, Melissa. This is very. <laughs> This we is, need to settle this. This almost never happened. We were really adept here. <laughs> but a, a second election wouldn't hold any higher probability of fraud than the first election. It would. No, it, it really wouldn't because— I think that's where we're disagreeing. If you're, if, you say, if you're saying that the first election has trust— you're arguing that the same problems that would make a second election uh, dangerous would are, are fine in a first yes, election. Yes, I am. True. That makes no sense to I me. I could explain it again. No, I understand your explanation. What, what, I don't think it, it makes sense. Me. It's that you think that because um, uh, they would have a, a, ma- a di- you know, the, the district by district voting of the entire nation. Sure. They could be like, well, there's six. Well, no, votes I'm not here. saying there's one person looking at a map. I'm saying these people exist all over the country, theoretically. Um, yeah, but I'm boiling it down to one, one easy person. to understand situation. Okay, sure. Right? Something digestible. Yeah, it's a little crazy. So there's yeah. a, there's a district, and you're saying, oh, these 300 votes, if they'd gone a different way, mm-hmm. would have tipped Wisconsin. Yes, right. It would have been another district, a certain amount of electoral votes that Wisconsin would have gone to Hillary instead of Trump. Sure. Right. And you're saying, so ah, hackers will look at that and be like, that's the fucking bullseye we need to hit to change the outcome of the election. Sure. And I'm saying is, if we look at the first election results and match it to the and and look at the second election results as as another form of audit or, or layer yeah. and we see that it only in these meaningful significant districts ah, just so now you're saying outcome, so now you're saying if they change a certain amount then it's going to be suspicious well it will be noticeable but what if and more then people we can voted? use Yes, but we can use technology to ascertain whether or not voter fraud occurred. That's what I'm same. saying. You would need better technology. No, I think that the, what the technology, technology do we have we, now in we place? We needed to, to to fix a first election. So if we already have great technology you for voter fraud, me questions why do we have a guest? Why do we have a guest who's you talking about totally technology lost for me voter anyway. fraud? No, I'm just saying is that well one. I have a feeling let me our answer the question. No, let me answer the question. I'm saying that whatever oversights are in place for a first election would function just as well for a second election, no. and we would be able to detect Wrong. any sort of like. You can't just say that. That's not you. Just I can say again. I can say it. Our listeners will write right into our Instagram page and let us comment who you think won this argument. <laughs> and if it's Barry, you're wrong. You're all wrong. Um, but anyway, so th- thank is, you for allowing us a sidebar here's for a moment. It, sorry, we'll stop. I could do. We'll I can just give you one more example. No, we should. We have okay, to stop fine. this. We've been going out for like minutes. This is a little bit unrelated, but it made me think of this. Um, if if this idea for auditing elections does catch on, we need to be very careful that we don't allow any laws to to get into place to mess that up. Because mm-hmm. I I think I think I read something during the um, general in 2016 that in a swing state, Ohio is a swing state, right? Mm-hmm. In Ohio, they were um, 
I don't know if this was like a law or something, but like some some legislation was being passed to not allow exit polls or exit audits, I think. And and the reason for that was they were afraid for people's safety if they were voting for Trump or so, some some fucking weird thing. But this should be really looked down on like a lot, like the same way we would look down on it being illegal to film police officers, like not in this country. That is not OK. Mm-hmm. Like we should always be able to do things like film police officers yeah, and transparency. There should always be transparency. Do you think yeah. there should be transparency in voting or no? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that we should know who everyone voted for. I mean, we should I mean, we should not make laws against people doing exit polls or exit audits. It should it, it with their names. Need, it doesn't need to be compulsory, but it should be an option. Oh, always. no, no. Names are not attached. Names no. not attached. No, okay. because mm-hmm. that that could put people in danger too. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully not as much in this country, mm-hmm. but in other countries like you can get killed for who you vote for. So there should never sure. be Oh no! Sorry, I was just—I was just holding up to remind myself to the, the thing I thought. Her. Yeah, <laughs> please. No, yeah, I had my arm out stretched, but it was really just uh, barking my memory. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you there. I was just going to let you know that you, you didn't get any points for the lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I didn't. I figured I'm just getting trounced. Yeah, I mean, I, we were dunking on each other left and right, so tons of points for me and Barry. I, think, but, uh, I, I, think I thought your question, I, d- I do like that you value democracy over uh, immortal, but like a, a fairly decent society where we have no control. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was nice. Though it 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 is a little compelling to be like everything will be okay forever. But you're saying democracy has to have fraud. Is that what you're saying? No. So what? But you gave her the option of oh, you said full democracy, no fraud. Yes. Oh, got it. Okay. I thought you were saying you have a fraudulent thing or you have a kid. It's like free will versus versus having somebody make all the right choices for you. Yeah, but they do make. Pretty much all the right choices. Who would choose that? Who would choose a king god? I bet a lot of people. No, would. there there no. are probably people that would. Yeah, not that's in this essentially country, Jesus. Not in America. That's Jesus. That's the whole idea. And while that might not be such a bad option, the problem is, like, what if he's not as good as we think he is? Like, no, no. In this in this hypothetical, he, never he, die. he is. He okay. d- there's no oh, trickery. He's great, but still, he's like pretty good. And it's a he. He, he or she. Uh, yeah, or she. He rolled or his it. eyes. I just want to let yeah, all the listeners know. He rolled his eyes when he said she. As if I was trying to like. It has to be. Dude, yeah, right. I don't get. Yeah, no, I want. Yeah, I think it should be be a a, a giraffe with a short neck. Okay, Uh, just the the main thing is that the god person who is our the god ruler Mm -hmm. treats us fairly well forever. Yeah, I (laughs) still think that's the thing. Or we have fraud-free elections. It's important for us to make our own. To you know, to be sovereign. To Make our own. You should listen to our podcast with our neuroscientist friend. Yeah, she doesn't believe. She doesn't believe in free will. Yeah. She doesn't believe people have. But she will. loves the movie Free Willy, which yeah. is really weird. That was a great movie. <laughs> Get out! Get out of here! <laughs> I mean, Free Will is a very interesting concept. It is. Yeah, I mean, um, and one that we won't force you to get into if if you don't want. I mean, I don't know if I could shed any more light on it than anyone else, but um, I, I thought one of the interesting things you said was eventually going to a a totally, I guess, electronic way of voting wherever you are on your phone. Yeah, I mean, the problem with that now is how to how to make a system that's not gameable. Yeah, because I, I was just thinking in my head. Everything should be I was just thinking in my head of like the direct democracy of like a Matrix-like future where we're all in our battery wombs uh, making energy for the robots. Did you and just in say rooms or wombs? Wombs. If they said rooms, really weird. No, wombs. <laughs> yeah, I was saying I was saying Our wombs. battery wombs. I was saying wombs, <laughs> just like we're in a womb now recording this podcast. Um, but uh, I was thinking like, you know, and the, in, their, in the Matrix heads, you're like, I'm having my vote and I 
I just keep choosing robot. I just want my robot. You know, robot rulers have won again by ninety nine percent of the vote. And then you know the, the technology the got yeah. It sounds like a Simpsons. Making something that, that's know. not gameable is a very like is a very complicated question. Do you not, do you guys know much about blockchain? I do. Barry loves blockchain. I'm super I'm, into blockchain. I believe in it. I but love I don't it. know much. Okay. Well, I you, don't you know, know. I more. probably don't know as more as much as you, but I I got into it when everyone was buying Bitcoin mm-hmm. about six months ago, and it was like a huge deal, and I've lost a, a pretty significant <laughs> amount of money on this. I bought so it I don't right know before it went way <laughs> up, so I'm glad. But oh, you did. Okay, yeah. I bought it when it was really up. So that's not the way you make money. <laughs> but um, you know what? It's still. I still think it's going to go up. So keep it if you if you have it. I'm keeping yeah, it. I mean, now I have to. I'm not going to cash it out. Ethereum and Litecoin, too. Um, but wh- that was actually, I read a book about it, um, was one of the applications of blockchain that no one considered when it was first built, was that something to independently verify um, without a centralized body yeah. Yeah. is a really interesting well, way to do it. I love that. But, does it, I feel like everybody should belch mid-defining blockchain technology. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's hard blockchain to. Blockchain technology takes forever. When you think about all the money you lost, you want to puke. Well, blockchain has some really interesting aspects to it. Like, it's decentralized. Um, so, basically... Okay, I might do a terrible job explaining this, but um, no, it's been great so far. <laughs> all the explanations have seemed pretty good to me. Okay, yeah. good. There's probably people out there listening that are going to be like, "No, that's not really how it yeah, works." Yeah, but that happens. So there's, no there's basically a ledger that has all the transactions that ever were incepted, for example, from blockchain, from the Genesis block, and everybody's got a copy of this ledger. So um, each and the reason it's called blockchain is because there are there are blocks, and the fir- the the newest block is tied to the last block numerically. Like, it's hashed somehow. So if someone wants to change the blockchain, they would have to change every hash, yeah. you know. and It's an incredible, it's like auto technology. It's impossible. Yeah, it's basically impossible it. unless someone has so much processing power that they have overrun the network, basically, I think, to that point. Right, and so, the, leg- the ledger is being kept in multiple places yeah, it's, at it's every time. So it's not like, and you don't even know Everybody's who's controlling the ledger. Yeah, it's it's a good system. I think what I've heard is a big problem is, it, like you said, it takes up a tremendous amount of energy. It's like a huge waste of energy. Well, And if that could be figured out, it could actually be pretty good mining wise mining yeah. is what's because uh yeah, yeah that's a whole other I, I was kind of like why did they do it that way because yeah. they didn't have to do it that way yeah. i don't think no um i don't know so but anyway some some <laughs> concept know. like that could be used for voting where it's it's immutable basically just because of the way technologically the way the system is set up mm-hmm. so we just have to find that way and i i personally think there might also have to be um not just a technological protocol for that, but an interpersonal protocol. Like, base, like okay, maybe, like, there's a small number of people that you trust that you allow to know how you voted and you know how they voted. And you get together, like, okay, the three of us, like, I vote for Jill, you vote for Bernie, you vote for Hillary or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we get together with the next group of three people. We don't know individually how they voted, but we know that together our six votes are, are this way. And then we get in a bigger group of people. So we are... I'm doing a bad job of explaining this no, no, just no. based on your face. But like no, we, no, it's just something in my each eye. time each time we add more people to the this count, we verify that it's true. Cause like if we were oh. to get together with another three people that have, you know, like they three voted for Trump. But yeah. at least we know that this group of six people, we ver- we verify yeah. that this is correct. Yeah. And then we get together with another six people and we verify so in essence, 
not everybody needs to know. If I, if I to took know. a poll of everyone I was around, Hillary won 100% of the vote in this country. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know? Because it's just like we're surrounded by Hillary people. Yeah, and yeah. I was surrounded by Bernie people. Yeah. So, um... Oh, I mean, like, in the general election. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there were some states where people liked Trump. Oh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Arizona loves Trump. Oh, boy. I don't want to, and I don't want to bring up anything bad and get in any contention, but I, I didn't like Hillary. Yeah. So, but yeah. I don't like Trump either. She wasn't a great, it, it was two uh, not great candidates, and one was truly terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sort of, um, one, thanks so much. We sort of wrap up with like a yeah. couple a couple things at the end here. Um, man, is there anything else before we get into that <laughs> that we, we haven't touched on? That... No, I just want to say one more time that um, we're trying to get together an audit for Tim's election, and that election is in November. So if anybody wants to get involved or wants to donate, we welcome your involvement. That's great. Uh, well, that actually takes us to the first thing, which is do you have an organization or cause that you would like people to donate their time or resources <laughs> to? <laughs> yeah. So where can they fi- find out about? Is that Democracy Counts? Or yeah, is that- Democracy Counts. Um, or you could just go directly to the GoFundMe page for Democracy Counts Exit Audit. Okay. And yeah. then our final thing. Um, which we ask all our guests. You want to go is, for it, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. You think it's okay? Mm-hmm. You, thanks. I think we're thanks. ready. Thanks, I'm Barry. Put on my Barry usually too. does this. This is a big moment. Barry's putting on his headphones. He hates things touching his ears. But then I speak differently. Yeah, he gets weird. He gets all ASMR-y. It's kind of creepy. But it's nice at the same time, mm-hmm. which I feel is the whole ASMR vibe. Um, <laughs> which, he nails it. Uh, you have a whole ASMR vibe. Yeah, you're very <laughs> ASMR-y. Um, you like to crinkle soap. <laughs> crinkle <rappers>. soap? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I to gotta get the soap you're getting. Why should we be hopeful, Melissa? We should be hopeful because there's a lot of people that understand what's going wrong right now. And there are some smart people out there in the world that are ready to do what it takes to figure it out and we just need to organize and that's a reason to be hopeful okay and and you believe we'll be able to organizing organizing i think we've got we're up against a lot of powerful uh entities and private interests that don't want elections to be fair but i think yeah i think it's possible i think if we organize and we get together and fucking make it happen we can make it happen Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, a little, little ovation there. Thanks. That's great. Everyone's um, clapping in the booth, too. Literally, yeah. They're all on their feet. Are we in the booth, or are they in We're the in the booth. We're in the booth. They're watching okay. the booth. Yeah, I never They're guess. watching the booth. No one knows um, the Thanks so much that. for coming on. This is amazing, Melissa. Yeah. Thank um, you, Melissa. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have uh, deodorants. Did we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> My little deodorant company. I need a name for this deodorant company. It's okay. vegan, cruelty-free, organic, fair trade. Smells great, and mm-hmm. we want to do it I as a... I think that's the name. <laughs> that that whole, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of those <laughs> bottles have names. You need like a Dr. Jabonski or something like Dr. that. Dr. Jabonski. You know? Jabonski. Yeah. That's the name. Mama yeah. Louise's old fashioned. <laughs> Mama Louise's. But we want to uh-huh. do it as a subscription service so it's like zero waste. So, like, you get the box um, every month and you send in your old bottle and then we wash it. it. What about yeah. Deodo Rent? Like instead of deodorant. Oh, that's cute. Like you're, you're it's like you're that's paying really your rent. That's really cute. Every month. Thank you. Deodo rent. Yeah. Oh, that is. That's cute. funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you could work in a dodo bird somewhere at that because it sort of sounds like deodorant. Dodo rent. Yeah. Then it sounds dodo like you're rent. renting dodos. Oh, no, but I mean like maybe that could be the logo is like a dodo of some kind because you, you don't guys, want more things to go extinct. You guys are so creative. What are some scents? 
What are give us a what are the scents? Yeah. We have some different uh, scents. Vanilla, there, right? Plumeria. Plumeria reminds Barry of a seventh grade girlfriend. Yes. Was that her name? Plumeria. <laughs> <laughs> Plumeria Rothblatt was her name. <laughs> the Rothblatt and Rothbard kids are hooking up again. Um, yes, oh, I ate. You know, uh, wait. I had. I, I don't think I've smelled it since I had a crush on this girl. I'm not gonna say her name, but. We know it now. Yeah. She's a listener to the, the podcast. <laughs> no, the smell, smells bring back memories. Yeah, it brought back true. the um, specific memory of this one can, girl. How can, are you still getting that off the ground, or can people You can't buy it yet. You can't no. buy it yet? But well, that's Dota Dota rent. You can buy anything. <laughs> Every, anything has a price. We're going to do a mass drop for the first uh, for the first batch, but it's it's not ready yet. Okay. And uh, what's the last? There's like three, right? What's the last scent? Oh, we have Blood Orange. Mm. Vanilla musk mm. and pine. Pine is the one that's the Strong. male scent that's the a male little scent? bit too piney. Yeah. Vanilla, vanilla musk piney. Is, is the name of Elon Musk's daughter. <laughs> vanilla. Vanilla. Come meet your father, Mr. Musk. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, have a good one. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. And we're out. It's a good show.